Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. A very warm welcome to all our regular listeners and those who are new to Aetherius Radio Live. Our sincere wishes are that you are keeping safe and well during this very trying time for us all, and we do thank you for joining us. Please forgive any minor technical hitches that might occur during the show due to the current lockdown situation. Aetherius Radio Live is brought to you on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio every third Tuesday monthly at 1pm Eastern Time, 6pm UK Time and 10am Pacific Time. Let us lift up our minds upwards as this hour of truth invites you to discover the cosmic message for this age revealed through legendary master of yoga and world-renowned medium, Dr. George King, between 1954 and 1997. You'll be pleased to hear that the Ethereum Society continues to be extremely active during this coronavirus pandemic, holding his intensive program of daily services, both online and live stream. A very big thank you to you all who have joined in with these. Today, on Aetherius Radio Live, your host, Chrissy Blaze, will be joined by our friend and a guest, Brian Kniep, Executive Secretary at the American Headquarters of the Aetherius Society in Los Angeles. And the subject they will be discussing is indeed very topical in view of recent events, politics and cosmic spirituality. So, without further ado, as always, it's my great pleasure to hand over to Chrissy Blaze and her guest, Brian Kniep. Well, thank you very much, Nikki, and a very warm welcome to you, Brian. Um, Lovely to be here. Thank you, Chrissy and Nikki. Thank you. Uh, Listeners know that Brian Kniep is a regular guest on Aetherius Radio Live. How is it there in Los Angeles, Brian? Nice weather? Well, it's a little bit overcast. I think we have a bit of um, uh, June gloom, as we call it here in uh, California, where it's a marine layer which tends to burn off in the afternoon. So uh, it's good on all fronts. Oh, that's good to hear. We actually got your son this morning in Michigan. Ah, so <laughs> we want it we back. We it today. <laughs> so it's very nice. Well, the topic today is a very relevant one, as, as Nikki told you, but and especially relevant when we look at the rapid change that's taking place in our world in 2020. Humanity as a whole has been affected, and in extreme ways too, with the coronavirus pandemic affecting over 2 million people in the U.S. alone, and this is continuing. In the midst of this, we have seen a global revolution with the Black Lives Matter movement, with massive protests throughout the world, for the most most part peaceful, but sometimes violent. This, as we know, was due to the killing of George Floyd by a police officer, which has pinpointed racism and brought all the terrible injustices of this for over hundreds of years to the public's attention. As a result of this, Now people worldwide have extreme views about what they feel is right and what they feel is wrong. One result has been a vilification of the entire police force by many people and in the media, which I believe can have very dangerous ramifications. At the same time, I hope we will see positive change coming out of this for both the public and the police themselves, who, let's face it, in this at times barbaric world in which we live have a very dangerous and difficult job. Also, fast approaching and highly controversial presidential election coming up later this year, which is causing a lot of intense feeling and division. So, Brian, as Executive Secretary of the Aetherius Society in America, and I have to say the Aetherius Society is a non-political organization, and a senior bishop in America too, the country which is at the epicenter of the protests and riots. Brian, what do you think all this means? And how do you think the public, all of us listening, and all of those who will listen to this uh, radio show in the future, how do you think we can best approach all the chaos that is happening around us? 
Well, that's a good question, Chrissy. Uh, you know, one one event which we really should add to the mix is this um, the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, even that really has fallen into um, a politica, politi- political uh, issue for many people, um, uh, all prone with conspiracy theories and, and the like. So you really have these three uh, main things, certainly in America, is the controversy and difficulty with the lockdown and the COVID and where it came from and, and then the, uh, the protests. Uh, and then the uh, election uh, fast approaching. So it's quite a swirl. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind with, with a show like this is you, know, you always hear that one should be very careful of bringing up either politics or religion into a conversation. And here we're bringing in both. So we've got to fasten our seatbelts here, Chrissy, and uh, get ready for a quite interesting um, and possibly controversial radio show. Yeah, and I think the third thing is health, right? <laughs> and health, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we've got all three wrapped up here. So all three. It'll be an interesting um, show. But, you know, I think that the important thing, especially for the spiritual um, seeker at a time like this, is to, to the best of our ability, we should rise above the, um, the day-to-day uh, fracas um, and remember what we know, and that is that life on Earth is, is a spiritual um, thing. It's, it's all about evolving back to this great one source of all things, the great absolute. And the way to go back to God um, on Earth is to uh, go within, um, and most importantly in these days, um, come out and send out your love and light so that as many people as possible can also go within. Because right now the, the situation on Earth, and has been for centuries, is not conducive to going within. And so therefore the focus that's taught by the Ethereum Society is, yes, you've got to go in, but in these days you've got to send out this tremendous light and help uplift people. And at this time, um, it's important, number one, to remember uh, the real reason we're on Earth and remember our purpose, which is send out a tremendous light to the world. Exactly. Uh, that's really the solution. But looking at uh, the people around the world who are protesting um, and so on, how, how do you, as well as saying to them, yeah, we have to go within, and the answer is a spiritual one, are there any sort of practical ways that you would recommend that could sort of cut through the confusion and the conspiracy theories, as you say, and the different ideologies? Well, it's, you know, there's a great quote by um, the comic lord Mars Sector Six uh, near the end of the first uh, freedom uh, in the work, The Nine Freedoms. Uh, and so these are the words of, of this great comic lord. Know this, the tests which now confront you terrestrials have had to be so designed in order to give you certain experience. And this is a, a good thing, again, to remember that these things that are coming, these are tests for us. And so we don't want to get too dragged into uh, the different theories and different um, controversial uh, debates that are all around us. Um, Fill your mind with the truth. Go back to the teachings. Um, read the truths that we know are true, the nine freedoms, the Bhagavad Gita, um, the Bible, uh, the sutras of um, uh, Patanjali, the uh, teachings of the Lord Buddha, and all the tremendous teachings given in these days through Dr. George King. Fill your mind with this truth. And, of course, as I mentioned, send out the light. And one sure way of not getting um, above the confusion is by diving in and studying um, all the debates going on in the Internet and the cable TV and the radio shows. Uh, you know, I've made something of a study, uh, Chrissy, of, this, uh, of this, this draw for the Internet and this draw of trying to understand these conspiracy theories. And this is how it seems to work, is something will happen in the world, called the protests, the riots, the... Um, the COVID, the upcoming election, something will happen, uh, or in this case, many things will happen, and people will tend to have an emotional reaction to these different things. 
And then people then tend to go to the Internet or to their favorite cable TV show or favorite radio show, and then they will seek out evidence that backs up their initial feelings. And then they continue that they talk with others of like mind to reinforce these feelings, or, or and or, they go to people of not like minds and try and change their minds. And this is a sure recipe of not finding the truth. Uh, I think that at best, if you do this, if you spend so much time on the Internet, at the best, you will make no progress in your evolution. And at the worst, you will go backwards and add some more anger and fear energy into the reserves of the dark forces who love any and all anger and fear energy. Why spend your time reading a blogger or listening to a journalist? It's very likely that you, the spiritual worker, are more evolved than they are, and you certainly have access to greater truth than they do. So, you know, there was a great quote um, by the Master, uh, by March chapter 6, I believe, back in the uh, late 50s, when he said that uh, evil has the edge over good on earth by a factor of 75 to 25. These are not good odds. And so the odds of that blogger or the journalist being a great saint or a great source of truth is pretty remote. So don't spend your time filling your mind with, with um, questionable material, but rather spend your time with the great truths, and that will help you to discriminate um, what's really happening on, on earth. You know, Dr. King said, um, it's a beautiful quote, I love this quote, So the only way you can go to enlightenment is in the carriage of truth. There isn't another vehicle which can take you there. And believe me, it's going to be very, very hard to find the truth on the Internet. Well, thank you very much, Brian. That's very interesting there, um, especially interesting and rather depressing to hear about the percentage. But hopefully, since that transmission was given, that that may have changed for the better. But certainly, so. um, when you look at the chaos and the vision and the hatred, the extreme emotion, as you're talking about there, um, this plays right into the hands of the, the dark forces. And so, of course, it's up to us right. to try and avoid that in the ways that you've mentioned through studying truth. But also, do you, do you think, though, I mean, part of what's happening in the world uh, is, is good in some ways because people are, are standing up for something which they believe is important, which is important, for example, racism. So I do you think um, it is important for people to be aware of not get immersed in, but be aware of what's going on in the world and have informed views about things, politics no, and I, so on. I think you, that's a very good point, Chrissy. Um, you know, it, it is important. You know, we do live here and we do interact uh, with the world, and so we have to be aware of what's going on. And, you know, it, it's a great, great statement by the, by the followers of, of the great Lord Buddha is the middle path. Is, is, is a great path. And it doesn't always apply, but I think in this particular case, uh, with the outside world, um, the middle path is perfect. You don't want to keep your head buried in the sand and not know what's going on. You want to know what's going on, but you don't want to spend um, uh, a lot of time each day going down the rabbit hole and trying to figure out... Um, uh, the motives behind everyone and everything that's happening in the world today. Um, better to kind of stay aware of it, but um, put more of your time into what I mentioned before and what the cosmic masters have mentioned before, and that is studying the truth and sending out the light. There's an interesting and enlightening um, story of a good friend of mine um, who was in Santa Barbara, and this, this friend was quite often looking uh, at the newspaper uh, in Santa Barbara. And one time, uh, the master came out and saw this person uh, in, in the kitchen. 
of reading the newspaper. And he said to this person, you know, that's not helping you at all. Uh, you, you can't take it all in. Um, and he advised this person uh, really not to, uh, not to read the newspaper. And of course, he's not telling this person never to read the newspaper, but he, uh, this person knew what he was telling them and uh, said, you don't get drawn into the, um, don't get too drawn in to uh, the stories in the news. They're very fleeting. And I think this is even more important advice today because it's so easy to go so far into any particular subject on the Internet especially, and it just doesn't do us any good at all to do that. Exactly. Yeah, that's a very good point. But do you think, say, for example, <clears throat> the presidential election is coming up and people want to try and find out the truth, which is very difficult to do in <laughs> these days with the media and the conspiracy theories. Does, is there any, would you say there were any guidelines that our master has given uh, for, this, uh, for important things like this? <clears throat> oh, well, there is. Um, yes, I mean, this is something, that, I mean, it's, it's coming up. It's still a ways off, but it is coming up. Um, and the, Dr. King did put out a um, kind of a guideline. This was back in 1963. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was October 1963, and, and quite a few members had asked uh, Dr. King to, for advice on um, the upcoming election. And I'll, I'll just read some of that, shall I? Oh, yes, please do. Um, uh, this is from uh, Volume 3, Issue Number 19 and 20 uh, in 1963. Very important advice. Several members have asked me to give some guidance to them before they go to the polls on November 3rd. Each of these members know that I have no political leaning either towards Democratic or Republican Party. Because of this, they feel that I will give a fair and unbiased evaluation, and any advice which I give will not be discolored by a party leaning. This is indeed quite true. And so um, then he, he keeps, keeps on. He says you should um, follow three key guidelines. And this is, of course, 1963. Uh, the first one is world peace. Your keyword should be world peace. Despite your political leanings, you should work out in your own mind which of the candidates for president has already proved by his statements this great interest in world peace. Uh, second guideline was consistency. One of the candidates has proved himself to be so inconsistent in his statements that he has already shocked the free world press. And he goes on later and he says, um, Men of every nation admire a forthright fighter and protector of their freedom, but there is more than one way to fight. One is slanderous attacks. The other is an intelligent, logical manner. You should be careful before you vote. And then the last one was nuclear control. And, of course, that's not so relevant here, although it is kind of popping up again in the, uh, in the news. Nuclear control, this is the most important issue of all. Um, and so these are the, the, the points that he said in those days to look at. And so the point is he, he's, he's not saying that you should um, blindly vote Republican or blindly vote Democratic. He's saying that you should look at the candidates, um, and especially in these three main categories. Uh, and that's, I think that's pretty much the same as it would be today. Yeah, I was just thinking that not a lot has changed, really. We're still striving <laughs> for the same things, aren't we? But, it was um, true. I think long-time uh, members of this society will know that our master did favor um, President Ronald Reagan at the time. Is there anything you want to yes, say about that? Yes, he did. Um, you know, again, it wasn't because he was Republican or Democrat, but at that time in the history of, of America, really in the world, um, it was a very... Uh, important showdown between communism and the free world. And, and Reagan at the time had this, this policy of peace through strength. 
um, and, and Dr. King felt that this was the right way, and it turned out to be the right way. But, you know, if we go back, um, if we go back just to kind of give a, side, a little bit to the other side, he was also, um, let's see, back in, again, 1963, this was prior to the assassination of President Kennedy, um, this, I think, was in September of 63, uh, Dr. King, um, in an address, said, one partial victory of the forces of light, or one or two, are being carefully manipulated now through Kennedy, who is trying to bring about some semblance of sanity in this mad Cold War. He should have your backing on this. He is also trying to bring about socialized medicine. He should have your backing on that. And so, really, what you're seeing is Dr. King... He's basically taking um, the best aspects of the conservative or the Republican Party and the best aspect of the Democratic or liberal parties. Um, and he's, he's going more with the individual and the best aspects uh, of those. And, he, and he's, he's formulating or asking us to formulate our opinions and our decisions based on, on that kind of truth, not a, not a political thing, not a, like a Democratic or Republican or conservative or liberal, but more how is it going to affect the world kind of a thing. Exactly. That's that's very important, um, very important points there, Brian. Um, and Master, in fact, as people who have worked around him, as actually my, you, myself, and Nikki did over the years, um, we knew that he was extremely open-minded and broad-minded, actually, about not just politics and beliefs, but um, about many, many topics, and often people oh, around him who worked closely around him had different opinions to him. So in other words, I think this is a wonderful quality of our master, that he didn't try and change anyone's mind, uh, very tolerant. And I think, too, we can all learn from that approach instead of getting at each other's throats, which we seem to be in the world, because somebody else has a different opinion. Well, he, he, was, um, he, was, he tried to change us as far as getting us to do more work for God. That, he was very adamant That's, on that. Yeah. But, as, but as far as um, uh, people's opinions and, and, and leanings towards Democrat, Republican, or whatever, he really wasn't very interested in, in, in trying to change people's minds on that. It, it really, to him, that wasn't really uh, all that important. Uh, the important was what you did for God. That was important. I'd like to read out one one um, beautiful transmission extract um, uh, called Be Not Limited. Uh, it's a beautiful, uh, it kind of speaks to, to, to these days, if I may. Oh, and please do, yeah. This great master. Um, a vast number of the inhabitants of Terra have allowed themselves to become the pawns of communism. Another great number have allowed themselves to become the pawns of so-called democracy. The few, the thinking few, the glorious few, have divorced themselves from these things and are not the pawns of any political creed, any dogmatic belief. These few know a greater freedom than the majority, for they are not limited to basic materialistic concepts. And I love that because it, yeah, it just... It so succinctly tells you that don't get drawn down into this this dogma that is so um, rife through through Earth in these. I would say it's more rife now than it was even back in the 50s and 60s. It's just um, it's become a such a draw for people to to get really right into this uh, uh, fighting about these different dogmas and beliefs. It's a rabbit hole. We don't want to go down that rabbit hole. No, we definitely don't. That's a beautiful quote. Thank you for sharing that, Brian. Um, so wise. Of course, the Cosmic Masters looked at the whole world, didn't they? Not any one race or belief or system. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and this is why this is where we all find the, the answers. Um, as far as the uh, global protests are concerned, though, Brian, um, I think we have to address that because they're still continuing. <laughs> it's amazing, really, over two weeks. 
in is, uh, yeah. many, many places, not only in the U.S., but around the world. Uh, something has really caught fire here. What, what are your thoughts on this? What do you think is happening here? Well, I suppose it, you know, this is all just my conjecture, of course, but, um, you know, the world was hit by a, by a very um, severe uh, disaster, really, around the world caused by um, the virus and and then, of course, the resulting lockdown. And it really has changed um, people, uh, changed their lives. And it also has given people um, perhaps a, a little more time uh, to think, um, to communicate. Um, and, and then when, when this... this um, uh, awful thing happened in, in Minnesota, um, you know, people, it, it really, it resonated with people and it reminded them of, of the senseless violence that really has continued for, uh, for decades, um, I, I think all over the world, uh, and of course, including America. And I think, and people have a bit more time uh, now as well, um, and there's all those kind of background issues, but I think that the, the key is that people are just getting less and less willing to accept this kind of um, uh, gross mistreatment um, of the underclass by the overclass, if you want to call it that. And I think this this movement is is really moving things forward. And you know. The police, as you mentioned, they, they do, um, uh, on the whole, a, a phenomenal job. It's extremely difficult in, in big cities especially, where you have um, you know, such a, a diversity of, uh, of people. You have, you have your organized crime and, and your murderers and your, and your thieves and your drug addicts and all this kind of stuff, which, which exist. Um, and they have to uh, protect um, the vast majority of people in a given city um, from this kind of activity. And you, you know, when you're police, you never really know who you're stopping in the car. Is it going to be someone's going to pull out a gun and shoot you or not? So it's, it's a very difficult situation. And, and let's face it, people are people. You know, you, you have, you have um, uh, fantastic doctors, and then you have less than fantastic doctors. You have fantastic lawyers, and you have less than fantastic lawyers. The same with the police. Um, and unfortunately, when you have a, uh, a, a bad policeman, it can, it can cause tremendous harm. And, you know, as you see that, it, gets, it, it really resonates uh, in a very bad way. So I think that the answer really is to not, again, the same thing. You, don't, you want to be in the middle. You don't want to be um, all police are bad. Obviously, that's not correct. And you don't want to say all police are good and can do no wrong. That's not true. Um, and you, you have to be able to say that um, the police, as any other organization or any other group, um, need constant reworking, constant kind of improving. And now seems to be a good time to maybe look again at the police force, um, certainly in America, and maybe retool it a little bit. Um, and just try and improve it. And I think you'll probably find a lot of police would be all for that kind of a thing. I know. Thank you. Yeah, many protesters are wanting the police uh, disbanded completely, which um, I agree with you. It's a very dangerous and difficult job, and they, for the most part they serve and protect. And I know that for a fact, but I think that was is something that just wouldn't work. But I agree with you that... Um, reform is always good in every area of society. You, you, you need to do that. You need to kind of retool. And I, there, there is an example I, I, I heard about um, in Camden, New Jersey, which they they retooled the police, um, I think, about 2012. Uh, and it seems to have made quite a, quite a big um, uh, difference in, in the police force and in, in their working with the community. Um, you know, not not being kind of like not being outside the community, but being a part of the community, and, and really spending time on the street and and with the people and communicating with them, and getting their support. And I think there's a, an argument for that. And again, I don't know 
that would work in all cities and all places? Probably not. But I think there's there's each community uh, really should look at its own situation uh, and and make and make decisions on what best to do. But again, you know, as a spiritual worker, um, that's you could certainly argue that that's not our job to figure out how best to reform the police department. Our job is to, because we're the, we're the experts at sending out light. We're the experts at prayer. We're the experts at um, truth and, and why we're here. That's our job. And so rather than get into um, the, the details of how to do what, where, and when, send out your love and your light um, and try and inspire people who will be the ones making the decisions on how to do this. And, of course, when election comes up, make a determination of the attorney generals and whatnot and try and choose the best one that you think can accomplish this task. But it's not, you know, we, we can't all be experts at everything, and we should really stick with, with our brief. And the Cosmic Masters have said over and over and over again that it is the, the spiritual worker that is so essential in these days. And we mustn't lose sight of that. That's so absolutely true. Thank you so much, Brian. Um, we're going to have a break now, so we're going to hand over to Nikki for the announcements. Thank you so much. Well, well, thank you, Chrissy, and thank you, Brian. Certainly, food for thought for us all. You are listening to a serious radio live with Chrissy Blaze and her guest Brian Kniep discussing politics, and cosmic spirituality. As mentioned earlier, the Aetherius Society is continuing its very active program of daily services, both online and those live-streamed from its temples in London and Los Angeles. When you visit aetherius.org, at the top of every page, there is a red banner where you can click on the relevant links that will guide you to the various services being held. And you are warmly welcome to join with like-minded people wanting to spread light, love, and healing out into our world. Once again, fortunately for the world, that shining temple of light, satellite number three, will come into orbit of Earth at 12 midnight GMT on Sunday, July 5th, to imbue us with its vital spiritual energy, potentizing all selfless actions by a factor of 3,000 times, and will remain in orbit until August 5th. We will be welcoming these gods from space with our heartfelt prayers in a special service to mark the first hour of the second spiritual push for 2020. It will be live streamed from the Aetherius Temple in London, details of which are on aetherius.org. On next month's Aetherius Radio Live show, July 21st, your hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze, will be continuing their in-depth study of Aetherius Society Directives for the coming 1,000 years, part two. So that's it for now, and I'm very pleased to return you to your host, Chrissy Blaze, and her guest, Brian Kniep. Well, thank you, Nikki. Hello, Brian. Welcome back to the second half, and thank you so much for um, talking about the fact that uh, politics isn't the answer and uh, that the answer lies within us, as you pointed out. And it seems to be natural for most people on this planet right now to look for answers outside of ourselves in different uh, teachings and walks of life, whether it's politics or philosophy or religion until we realize that the real answers lie within. But how would you say the, the teachings of the Aetherius Society are different? Um, we're, still looking, we're still reading them. We're looking for answers outside of ourselves, in other words, when we're reading them. How, how would you say that they're, they're different? Or do you that's believe good, they're different? That's a good point. Good question. Um, you know, the, if you think about it, the... Um, the overriding arc in life on Earth, and again, this is all that, all that I'm saying really is from the Aetherian teachings. The overriding arc of existence on Earth is to um, go within 
um, over over lies and lies and lies. Contact that spark of God. Um, control the, the the power of Kundalini at the base of the spine. Raise it up and and make this this contact, the spark of God in the Brahma chakra, and then bring that uh, energy back down the spine, and then uh, go out and send out light. And of course, when you finally uh, um, manage this perfectly, then you ascend and you then form yourself, your body, and you then um, create a, a body and, and very possibly will stay in the spiritual hierarchy of earth and give out love and light to the world. And so that's a long-term arc. But I think that um, we should mimic that arc every day and spend some time every day um, reading some truth from the teachings um, and then let that guide you in because you know once you once you start reading the truths of the nine freedoms or any of the beautiful transmissions or addresses by the master that will tend to take you above the fray that we have on earth um, it, it kind of a, frees your mind to a degree kind of re refocuses what's reality on earth and then that will tend to make you want to go within. So then you can do some spiritual practices, some, maybe some breathing exercises or some, some mantra, and then let that take you in and try and have an experience within. Try and feel uh, an aspect of your higher self each day uh, through this. And then come out from this and then ideally uh, do a prayer, or if you have time, do a 12 blessings. And this really is kind of mimicking this overriding arc of the reason why we're on earth each day. And that will propel you towards um, completion of this arc, and it will make your life so much nicer and happier, and most importantly, so much greater use to our brothers and sisters on earth and indeed the cosmic plan for the salvation and enlightenment of mankind. And that, that's all you have to do. It, it really is very simple. The greatest things are the simplest indeed, yeah. Well, thank you for that. That's um, <clears throat> very good practical advice, practical and spiritual advice. Thank you. Um, also, it's interesting what you said that um, more people have more time at the moment, <clears throat> and not everybody, but some people are still uh, locked down at home in some states. And interesting, I was thinking in astrology, the home is the same area of the chart, your natal chart, as the inner self. So I think it's a, a good time yeah. to um, focus on the inner, as you say. And uh, I think people are beginning possibly to think more about these issues and these really important issues, but also spend some time exactly as you say. So why do you think now, apart from the practicality of having more time right now, but why do, else do you think it's important right now in our world for people to be spending more time on studying spiritual teachings? Well, again, the, the overriding arc um, for the world is that uh, I think I'm sure you've talked about this um, before on, on your radio show here, but Earth is, um, Earth is changing. Uh, the Earth is speeding uh, her vibrations, and uh, that's going to start speeding mankind's uh, uh, vibrations or forcing the speeding of mankind's vibrations. And we've been told that it's going to s slowly start to separate out um, uh, people from the more evolved and the less evolved. And it's going to be um, a possibility of some, some real problems. And I think that if you, if you look at um, the world as a globe, okay, um, we know that the, there's two poles of a sphere. And if you look at politics or if you look at humanity, um, the way we've been talking about it today, is you don't want to be on either of those two poles because either of those two poles I believe, are going to be the, the, the individuals that are, are moving away from the New Age. They're moving away from 
um, the direction we need to go. And so I think that the, the place that you want to be is in that equator area of, of the Earth. Uh, obviously, I don't mean geographically, but um, <laughs> theoretically here. Um, and so you, want, you don't want to be um, a fanatic on either pole. You don't want to spend the time doing that. You don't want to spend the energy, the, the anger. Uh, you don't want to be there. You want to be more um, in, in the equator part where, you're, where you realize the real purpose of life and you're working more and more and more on trying to help as many people on earth also realize its importance. And so it's just it's all the more important to do that. And, and as, you know, I think it's going to continue in certain ways. Um, the expectation is that things are going to get more and more difficult uh, as we get nearer, nearer and nearer to the new age because you're going to have this, this um, uh, separating out of, of people and some people are not going to want to change. Uh, they like it the way it is or they, they, they aren't ready to change perhaps and other people want to change. They want to go forward. They want the new age. They want to work for the new age and you know, you you want to be in 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 the in in the right the right direction there, and so I think that that's also a reason why it's happening more now, and why it very well may happen uh, more and more and more into the future. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I think I agree with you. Um, just from an astrological point of view, that this is the end of civilization as we know it, if you like, and uh, we're starting to feel. We will be later this year, I think, more and more, the beginnings of this new world, as you say, this new age. And well, you, I, you look at the beginning of this year, and it's like we're almost halfway through the year, and it's been it's been quite a ride, has it not? I mean, right in the beginning, I happened to be down in Australia, um, right right after the, the, these historic fires just decimated oh, yeah. uh, so many so many trees and even animals. I think a billion animals, something like that, uh, perished. It was just wild. Uh, and then I came back, and then right into the middle of the, the COVID crisis, and then yeah. and right when that's starting to kind of uh, dip down a bit, then you have all this um, uh, protest. So it's been a pretty wild year, just in just a few months. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And as you say, I believe it will continue also. Um we feel the pressure, the intense pressure of that, I think, worldwide. And also, it's, it's time is, is a precious commodity, isn't it? I mean, yes, it is. you feel it more and more. Time is definitely speeding up. Time being the measurement of change, um, there's no doubt that it's speeding up. And there's this tremendous pressure. And you realize more and more, Brian, don't you, that every day is precious. Do you agree? Every day is precious, um, but it, it's so easy to fall into the trap of thinking that um, you have to always be doing something with your time. Uh, and, when, and normally when people think of doing something, they mean physically doing something, reading something on the Internet, sweeping up your kitchen, doing some exercise, uh, you know, jogging around the block or whatnot. And that that's it gets back to what I was trying to say earlier is try every day to spend some time not doing anything um, in the materialistic form of it. Spend time going within, being silent, um, thinking, uh, doing some breathing exercises. You know, there's a great lesson in the, in the uh, Nine Freedoms when you get up to a Saturnian existence and then solar existence and you have these great beings um, who leave for like, what, 250,000 years in meditation. I mean, that's just wild. But if you unpack that a little bit, undoubtedly these great beings have tremendous responsibility. And yet they are able to and have to leave for, what, a quarter million years and go into the silence virtually. And so, you know, we, we all think that we have all these responsibilities and we have to kind of do this and that. The other thing, we've got to, like, get, you know, we all know all the things that we feel we have to do and, and are expected to do. Um, and we don't think that we can afford...
afford to take the time to do a half an hour of breathing or a half an hour of mantra or a half an hour of prayers or all three. And yet, I would suggest that we don't have the time not to do that. That's the most important thing that you should do every day is to make sure you keep yourself away from those two, those two poles. And the best way you can do that is to take care of your spiritual life. Yes, that's a very good reminder, Brian. And um, I know you've given lots of uh, messages and uh, practical advice to people in this show today, but I wonder if there's like a, a main message that you'd like to give people who are listening, like a well, I have this, this, message. <laughs> got this nice quote that I, that I found. This is from a spiritual energy crisis that uh, Dr. King gave in 1973. And it's an interesting um, take. Uh, let's see if I can't find this here. Here it is, I think. Yes. Um, talking about myself. This is not me. This is Dr. King. Talking about my, myself, I spend hundreds of hours and thousands and thousands of units of valuable mental and spiritual energy teaching people the right way to go. It's made a difference to some, to a few. It's probably made a difference to everyone in one way or another, but only a few, a relative handful, have really begun to take the steps that they should. And other teachers throughout the centuries have done the same. And only a relative handful of people have really taken much notice. Easily provable, easily provable. When you leave this place today, go home, project from the body, and if you can, it's going to be difficult, but if you can, go to level five and see how sparsely populated it is. And then go to the spirit realms, the basic realms, and see how overpopulated that is. And then go to the hells and see the mass of people there. And that's all you need to know about Earth. And this, this quote really struck me. in that Because he, he goes on and he says that, you know, if a space ban... Extraterrestrial would come here, would do that, and they would they wouldn't even need to know anything more about the population. That would tell them everything they need to know. And when you think about it, um, the mass of people, the ones that you you might be reading on the internet, or probably are reading on the internet or listening to. These are the people that are from these realms that he's talking about. These are not people from the level five. And so you have to make the decision, who do you want to um, follow? Who do you want to um, vibrate with? Do you want to vibrate with the mass of people, or do you want to vibrate with the great ones, level four, level five, the cosmic masters? And... The way you vibrate is what you think. And if you're reading words, um, words and words and words and words and words from people in these, these basic realms, you are aligning your vibrations. You're, you're, you're tuning your vibrations down to that level. Don't you want to turn your, your vibrations up? And all you have to do is pick up um, a holy work, and read it. That's all you have to do. You can go to the next step and then do some breathing or some mantra, some 12 blessings, come to this uh, church and, and help. But all you really have to do is pick up the nine freedoms, the 12 blessings, or any of the other works, and read them. That will raise your mind up. And it's so easy to do and so important. Absolutely. And I, I, interesting that you quoted from that uh, uh, lecture, I think it was, well, I think it's an address as well, Spiritual Energy Crisis, one of right. my favorites. Um, because our master, of course, as you know, believes that this is the main energy crisis on earth. And Absolutely. all of us can solve it through our, not only our prayers, which is so important at this time, and our service to others and so on. The importance of sending out the light um, and as Nikki mentioned, we're, we're holding so many uh, services online and live streamed. And if I can just give a quick plug to that. Uh, Brian, oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. 
Yeah. We've got some, the Ethereum Society has some fantastic uh, services live stream from the American headquarters and also the um, European headquarters. And you'll find those if you go to ethereus.org and uh, or you can actually just type in Ethereus live stream services and you'll I think you'll get to the right page. And they're being held several times a week. And I must say, there's some really uh, good services, very well. Oh, excellent. Uh, excellent. Yeah, excellent yeah. services, very great content. And also, you can join in those, but you can especially join in the series of services almost daily, online 12 blessing services, by That's going right. to 1-2 www.12blessings.org, and you can read all about the 12 blessings. You can see um, the upcoming services, and especially put yourself on the email list if you haven't, uh, because then you'll get all the details of the emergency upcoming services. And this is something very vital. And we've been doing a whole series of services for several months for the people who are suffering from uh, coronavirus in one of many ways, and the people are helping. And Brian, if I can just say this one thing, I just saw just before we went on the air today, mm-hmm. I saw news, and I hope I've got it right, that in England they've discovered that um, a very cheap steroid, is, I think it's about just a few pence virtually, can, has been uh, seen to cure people who are very, very seriously ill with um, coronavirus, people on ventilators. That's and they're superb. very excited about this. They say it's a tremendous breakthrough. And I was thinking that this is, I think, one of the results, not just the people who are working in the laboratories, but the people who are supporting those people through our online services and in many exactly. other ways, many other prayers exactly. throughout the world. Would that's, you agree? I mean, very, absolutely. a good point. I, I was listening to a, um, uh, a, uh, a short talk that Dr. King gave when he came into prayer power. And he's explained to people why they're doing prayer power. And it's a good thing to remember because a great master like Dr. King knows the, the, the um, power of prayer. And he said at the end, I'll never forget the way he said it. He says, you are doing prayer power not so much for people in your city and, and this kind of thing, but you're doing it for people that are desperate. They're desperate um, for help. And they, they only have you to turn to. And this, this is, this is you know, when you do a 12 blessings, um, you are sending out light that are helping the most desperate people on earth that don't have anyone else to turn to. And it, it, is, it makes it more difficult because you don't see, and none of us really see where our energy goes and how it really helps. But from someone who really knows, he, he, it's, that's, you, you want to be dogmatic and you want to be fanatical on that point, that you want to get the light out to help people. That's the one thing you want to be fanatical about. Yeah, that's that's very uh, inspiring. And the great thing is it's something all of us can do. It's very, very exactly. Simple. It doesn't take long. And and it's so it's so uplifting. It's such a nice feeling. I and mean, some of the practices can be very difficult and hard to do. Twelve blessings is an utter joy. It's a lovely thing to do. All you want to do is, is just do, uh, do prayers. And it's, 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 you know, how can you have a better practice than, than, than something like that? Yes, I think this is another is a great solution in these days because amidst all the, the protests and, and all the people, you know, who on the Internet and so forth, we, we, we might forget that there's so many people suffering in so many ways on this world. Oh, and oh. we're sort of, we're focused in the media and the news about one thing, tending to forget the rest. I know. You know, we. Yeah. It, thanks it just, for bringing it's that out. A, well, that's that's because the news generally isn't being presented by people from level five. You know, it's being yes. given by people who are kind of normal people and and prone to emotions and and likes and dislikes and and so they. Uh, it, it's a very imperfect way of getting your news is through the internet or even normal news sources. It's not very, it's just not a good way of going, really. No, exactly. It would be nice to have news from a higher level. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, in a way, you can get that yourself. I mean, you you know, the the higher vibration you keep your mind, um, you will slowly become better and better and better at discriminating 
and then you only need to tune in um, the relevant. I mean, the, the master, he never looked at news, never read newspapers. He just knew what was going on. People would tell him here and there, and he, he didn't need to like spend time going through magazines and newspapers and radio shows and TV news. And I think that we can all get to that place, and probably not that difficult uh, to discriminate um, and, and cut down our, our digestion of, of news from about 100 down to, say, maybe one. You probably knock it down 90% and really not miss anything. Exactly to clear our minds and focus on the really important things in life. It's a chance, exactly. I think, for everyone to make that shift before we come into the new uh, era that we're about to come into. And, 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 uh, that, and, that, and when, we, when we make the shift, uh, then we help others make the shift. Exactly. We, send out, we can send out more light and help others um, learn to discriminate and, and move, move this population to a better place. And anger and fanaticism is not a better place. That's not a good place to be. You want to be not fanatical and not angry. You want to be the opposite. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? I mean, we may feel very upset about when we hear injustice, and hopefully we do. But then another important thing we learn when we learn healing and so on is the vital importance of detachment, too, exactly. so that we can... Detach. Don't... don't don't um, feed your, your, your need for emotional stimulation. Just uh, hear it, detach, and go and do some prayers. The, the Master would, would often say, you know, the most important thing you can do is pray, and if you haven't, you're lacking. If, if you hear something that goes wrong in the world, stop what you're doing and, and send a prayer. That, that's what he always did. Uh, and and that, we need to emulate that. Don't go into the and find out more about it on the internet and spend a half an hour discussing and finding everything out. No, go and do a prayer. That's uh, that's the teaching the master gave us very clearly. Exactly. Well, we're, we're coming to the last few minutes of this really interesting show, Brian. And I wondered if you had any um, closing thoughts or um, that you'd like to share, or reading, or anything to well, share with people. You know, the, it's hard to beat this great um, statement by the March to Six that was then used by our master as a motto uh, when, when, when he said, choose well, stand fast, know God. And that's really all you need. Choose well, you know, in, in your teachings, in your life, in your, in your spirituality and what you do. Stand fast. You know, stick with it, and you will know God. And it's really hard. To, I mean, spend some time in silence with that, and uh, you can only be helping yourself and the world. It's an amazing philosophy of life, isn't it? Because many people, when they take to the spiritual paths very seriously, they come up with challenges, problems, oh, intensely. My God. And that's that stand fast is really the, the key. And I remember when mm. I first came to the society, somebody said to me, you know, you just have to keep coming through the door because people always have their own personal problems to deal with, you know. Just keep coming through the door. Well, present company accepted, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's, that's very true. Advice, you got to stick with yeah. it. Stick with it. Stick with it. Yeah, it's a brilliant, brilliant Absolutely brilliant. Six words. I mean, wow. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's really all you need right there. Read, read that every day. Um, you know. And then also the, the Master's Technique of Personal Prayer is another beautiful, beautiful thing to spend your time on. We have so many amazing, beautiful practices. Um, and it's such a joy to perform. That's what you want to spend your time doing. Absolutely. Well, we're coming to the end now, unfortunately. Thank you so much, Brian. It's been a pleasure to have you on, and uh, thank you very much for your wise words today. The pleasure is all mine, Chrissy, and uh, thank you for doing this radio show and keeping it going, you and Richard, and it's just um, it's a great light to send out to the world, and thanks for letting me to be a part of it today. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you very much, and over to Nikki if you have any last-minute announcements. The great Nick. 
the great news. <laughs> well, not so much the great, but I really wish to thank you so very much, Chrissy and Brian, for a truly interesting and a thought-provoking and inspiring show. It really is, is great to have that optimism and that hope. So, in next month's Aetherius Radio Live show on July 21st, your hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze, will be continuing their in-depth study of Aetherius Society directives for the coming 1,000 years, part two. So, as Chrissy very eloquently reminded us, we are very active, the Aetherius Society, in its intensive program of services. So, please do join us, aetherius.org and 12blessings.org. And our website also has information, full details of various publications and audio titles that are available as ebooks, CDs, or downloads. You are very welcome to connect with your hosts, Chrissy Blaze and Richard Lawrence, by visiting their respective websites, chrissyblaze.com and richardlawrence.co.uk. You have been listening to Aetherius Radio Live, which is your cosmic connection, the third Tuesday of each month. We hope you enjoyed listening to the show and we look forward very much to being with you next month. Thank you, sir.